Ah, welcome to what is this podcast? Episode number 51. I'm Victor. I'm Pepper 5. And today for the first time uh, we have a rock artist, not a rock artist. <laughs> a member of a rock band, but before then. Friend, friend, friend of the show, but before then. For them. We celebrated uh, international podcast day really? days ago. I didn't know that. You didn't know? No. <laughs> Now you know. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> so it was two days ago. Mm-hmm. That was that was something. I don't know. I feel like I'm part of something huge yeah. right now. Yes, you are. And uh, wh- what do you think about this podcasting? Like, do you think it will be the next YouTube? Or? It is. It is the next frontier of media, or it is already the main frontier of media because people are turning more and more podcasts. We just you know ASMR. Yeah, you know ASMR. ASMR. Yeah. Do you, do, have you ever had like a podcast that does ASMR? Yeah, I've seen them. I've seen <laughs> them. Please, <laughs> well, Abu, Abu, send them to me. Really? Mm. I can send you. I'll send you one when you're leaving. Mm. Um, How was the weekend? Ah man, my weekend was fantastic. What did you do? I went for uh, on Sunday. I went for concours, con- concord, What's concord that? d'elegance. For those who don't know, it's a <laughs> it's a car show for vintage cars. Mm. It's uh, just go see cool cars, beautiful people, and um, Nyashinsky was performing. Mm. He killed the performance. Apparently, it was a 90 minute show. It didn't feel like 90 minutes. Well, just like just felt like something of an hour. Uh, or something close to an hour because it's at like six. we were living there like eight. i was with sagini shout out to sagini mm. um yeah i mean th- there isn't much to talk about concourse you just have it's something that you have to be there to what's like many people that were there were like around what age um i would say mid okay mid 20s to uh 40s and 50s many people yeah because it's a it's a it's a family thing so many family people attend that event mm-hmm. and for the first time i saw that they catered more to families and their needs in 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 the sense that there were more sitting spaces for people ah. to eat and such and such it's something i haven't seen the last time i, was there, I think was 2017 i think that was the last time i, I went for the event i didn't attend last year So it 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 it's felt like they were targeting family people more and more. Uh, but it was nice when the when the event was over that's when the fuck shit started. DJ John Falme was there, killed the he killed his set and then Yashinsky took over at like six or seven, at like six and till like 7:38 and boom, that was that was fantastic. And oh, that's amazing. What man. about you? I met with an old friend of mine. Mm. It was just chill. Um we 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 had we had a nice time, yeah. That's all I can say. Catching up and all. Yeah, catching up, you know. Mm. Oh yeah. By the way, we, we and uh last week after recording the podcast we went to celebrate our 50 episodes. Yeah, that was dope. That too. was that was amazing. Yeah. And I uh, mean, I got a, <coughs> a striker. Oh, by the way, <laughs> This guy sucks balls at bowling. Ah <laughs> uh, no 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 no. Let's not let's, let's not do that. Uh, let's not do that. What was your score? My score we, was 56. We were tied. We were tied. We were tied but you got played for twice. Once. Twice. And it was a striker then. Okay. So that counts a lot. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> come on, I keep records, man. <laughs> Sus. Okay, no we'll go then. Uh, yeah. We'll see we're going there next. I mean, another next. round of beating you, why not? 
Anyway, let's welcome our our, our guest. Our guest. <laughs> He's a friend of ours. I haven't seen him this year. Friend of the show. Yeah. You remember you used to come personal for, friend. Uh, yeah, friend of the to, show. Yeah, the friend of the show, a, a friend of mine. Um Willie, how are you? I'm fantastic. Tell uh, us. First of all, introduce yourself. Yeah, uh, People don't know who we <laughs> <laughs> We know you, but niggas don't know you. Uh, well, I'm Willie Ojero. I'm the vocalist and guitarist of the punk rock band Power Slide. Punk rock. What's what, how many subgenres of rock are there? Let's let's begin there. Innumerable. Because so people like, shout a lot. Is, is it as many as there are genders? <laughs> <laughs> I actually read somewhere there are 56 genders. There are more than that. There are, nah, 56. <laughs> 56. Facebook has 72. The last oh. one I checked. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, like there was this, uh, two weeks ago was at uh, Junction. Then I was trying to sign into this free Wi-Fi. Mm-hmm. And then uh, they had this submission form. Then they're like, pick your gender, male, female. Then there was like non-binary. And then there was like, I don't want to say. Ah, uh, what did you go with? <laughs> I think I want a female. Uh-huh. Why? No, I want a male. <laughs> <I'm> joking. <laughs> <laughs> so the many categories of of rock, because I only, I honestly know soft rock and hard rock and metal. My favorite band being Led Zeppelin. That's that is that's the farthest of my rock knowledge. Yeah. So Me, it's the guy Sting is in what band? I don't ask him. I don't even know that's <laughs> <laughs> That's like the OG of rock, right? No, I He's one of the OGs. Led Zeppelin are the OGs. Okay, I I of like classic. Is it cla- is it classic? Kurt Cobain, Kurt Cobain was part of what? Nirvana. Nirvana. Yeah. Nirvana yeah. 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 That's one of my. Okay. Kurt Cobain is a is a the little knowledge I know of rock. <laughs> yeah, it's only Led Zeppelin. Sadly, he had to shoot himself. Allegedly, some people say it was planned. Nah. Really? Come How on. So? You never yeah, even, even not And of course, anyone can have a suicide note. Even now, the case, now, <laughs> up until today, the case still hasn't been closed. Really? It's yeah. Yeah. It hasn't been closed, but it's open. It's Everyone can see what happened. It's like they said JFK was and killed by the government. But anyway. Even him, even him, he had like alluded to killing, him, yeah, killing himself before. They say that his wife was the one planning it. To kill Courtney Love, yeah. Because apparently he was planning on leaving her and she didn't want to like let go of all that. Or, or what? He was he was one of the biggest superstars in the entire world. So, so fame or money? Both. Both, yeah. Although I don't support conspiracy theories. Why not? Just cause. I mean, they provide a very interesting. Just cause. On, on That's my answer. Scru- scrutinizing <laughs> the real world. Because they nah, say nah, that nah, they, if you start saying X was not X was shot by Drake, uh, not shot like you you get yeah, what I'm saying. Yeah, Those yeah. conspiracy theories like. Okay, I get why you're saying that, but okay. Clearly we just saw it was on camera. Thugs came, tried robbing him and shot him. So it's just as simple as that. Mm. You get. Yeah. There's no mystery behind it or someone who was trying to do this. It was just a f- a, 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 robbery, a, a gone, robbery gone, gone wrong. wrong. Exactly. So I do I'm 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 not What about fan the, moon, of the moon landing? Come on. Man. The moon landing, I'd say it was real because at the time it would have been harder to fake the moon landing than it would have been to actually go to the moon. No. The technology that you need to fake There the moon landing. There was no need of faking. We went to the moon. Come on, give okay, yourself. You're not a human. Uh, listen, I'm just saying. Give yourself some credit. It would have been harder man. to fake than to actually. No, I think it would have been easier. Do you know why? They didn't have a lot of the technology that you need to fake. That's it. why. That's why it would have been easier to lie. That, oh yeah, we did this. But uh, right now, if you'd say that, 
we need to see a it live stream just on see. Instagram. It, a it, it wasn't just see. They had video. Evidence. It wasn't just saying. I mean, <laughs> yeah, it's not like, oh, I mean, I mean I'm just, I'm just being the devil's <laughs> yeah, advocate. Yeah, we're also just saying. I'm just being the devil's advocate. But it wasn't I don't just think that they had video evidence. The technology argument. They came back instance. even with materials from space. I, Come on. Anyway, it, those are ro- okay. That's the reason. <laughs> that's the reason <laughs> I don't like conspiracy theories. We're trying to get. Okay. I love that's conspiracy the reason. theories. That's I, the I, I honestly. Look I like them up hearing the point of view, but I don't support them. There's no one that you've ever seen and been like, okay, this is, this is plausible. Um, Even a one. Nah. Hmm. That's Even if there was, I, I could have still said, have said nah. Even if, uh, yeah. But you've seen some that seem plausible, like it seems nah. something. Do you believe in aliens? Ah, that's yeah. But not like the the slimy grayish and nah, greenish. Nah, 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 nah. Like microorganisms that live in Mars, maybe because there's water there. But That's an alien. Be microorganisms. Because they're living things. An alien is anything outside the the the, the Earth yeah. at atmosphere. That's living. It's an even if it's like bacteria. That's an alien. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. It's yeah. not like some slimy, gushy stuff that's in Mars that's using a UFO. First of all, UFOs like. Anyway. Be, do you know Bob Lazar? No, you need to actually check. crazy story about UFOs. Um, but tell this me is, so what? <laughs> I know people who personally told nah. me like no, like people who uh, people who I if they told me I'd believe it. Like my friend's mom. Why would my friend's old ass mom hype clout <laughs> hype? Sometimes why, why, the brain. What, what should an old white lady do with clout? Listen, listen. <laughs> hey, exactly. Do anything <laughs> for clout. <laughs> do anything for clout. <laughs> no, we were just listen. having lunch and then they were, they were talking about like these uh, like vessels that they seen flying around the house and they thought that they were like military vessels, mm-hmm. but apparently they weren't. Shit. Mm-hmm. Bob Lazar talks about uh, he worked at Area Fifty One. And says that they're they're okay. space they're UFOs at Area Fifty One or those are alien spacecraft at Area Fifty One. It's like okay, as in he, and he's been going. That's been his thing since the late eighties, early nineties. And it's either either he's he's told the lie so much that he believes believe, it himself. He believes it himself. <laughs> he's a it's very delusion. good actor, or he's telling the truth. Like it's just now for me. Alone. I totally believe in UFOs. Like um. The reason uh, the my introduction to music, my introduction to punk rock was mm-hmm. uh, oh, this nah. band Blink One Eight Two. At least we are talking about. No, music. this is still about <laughs> UFOs. This is just backstory. We're still on UFOs. <laughs> <laughs> At least you're answering my question about punk rock. My introduction to punk rock was by this band called Blink One Eighty Two back when I was in like year five. Uh-huh. Their album Animal of the State. So now the old Blink One Eighty Two frontman was this like huge alien enthusiast. And then, uh, like, fast forward, like, 20 years later, he has this uh, organization called To The Stars, mm. where they're working with, like, uh, the CIA and the U.S. government. Like, yeah, they're talking about, like, UFOs and stuff. And then it's, like, when you're on YouTube and you see someone talking about, like, oh, I saw a UFO, it's usually, like, some some redneck or something. But this time, it's, like, they're interviewing guys from the CIA, like, oh, this dude was, like, a head of this agency. Yeah. He was the head of this agency, like, credible sources. Mm-hmm. And they're, they're interviewing guys in, like, the, the Navy, guys that see the craziest stuff. And the stories all corroborate. All of them? No, it's exactly I mean, all like of them, but there's a baseline. Like, similar accounts of... Yeah, definitely. 
But I mean, sources like random people that are saying this. It's people in the army, people in the air force that are seeing this. Those are random people. <laughs> <laughs> okay, they are random people, but they're more credible than any random person on YouTube. But I, I feel like I honestly feel like we haven't heard of, or at least I haven't heard of any UFO sighting in in a long time. And I feel like it's because camera quality has improved, and everybody <laughs> has a phone. If it's seeing them, and everybody will, there will be photo evidence as of now. Even it's the same as Bigfoot, like. There were stories of Bigfoot and whatnot, but people never saw. How how would you know? Hmm? Just because you haven't seen it, or just because you don't know someone that's seen it, doesn't mean that it hasn't been. Bigfoot what? Bigfoot. Mm. It's like a mysterious animal that is I don't know in the woods that lives in the woods in North America, something of the sort. The abominable snowman. As in, it's like okay. Anyway, really, <clears throat> here's the thing: in Kenya, how is the the rock scene in this country? It's it's growing really well. Even just last weekend, there was this two-day metal festival. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was pretty tight. You went for that. Yeah. Um, how how has has it started gaining acceptance in the mainstream scene in the mainstream circles? Have you ever been played in the radio, on the radio? Yeah, a couple of times. But um, yeah, we have we used to have XFM, but now no one really Rest plays. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we used to get played on XFM, but we don't have that anymore. So. Not not here at least. Uh, so you don't your your airplay is not from at least radio airplay is not from here. Yeah. And then does it mean that you you are kind of the rock the rockers and the rock fans are kind of in an underground of themselves where they have a their own subculture in the country and nobody really. Focuses yeah, definitely. On them. Because uh, guys are always asking me like, are there rock concerts? So like, oh, I never knew there's rock concert. It's like you never knew, or you never asked, or you never tried to look. Yeah, it's like it's a culture, but it's it's really underground. The the first time I went for a rock show was actually when you invited me to the Alchemist yeah. last year, and uh, it was it was a one of a kind experience. Let me put it that <laughs> way. It was definitely out of out of place. For, I was out. I was not within my comfort zone yeah. being at the rock show. And that wasn't even like a proper rock show. That Yo, I almost <laughs> like somebody almost. I was just standing there after he had performed. That I think it was DJ Eddie Grimm was, and then he played a song that got everybody hyped. Yeah. And I was just standing near the, the dance floor. Yeah, yeah, and then I was, I was actually pushed. <laughs> I was actually, I was actually pushed. I almost got hurt. I was like, "What? What is going on?" And you can see that these people are so enthusiastic. It's like yeah. rock fans are wa- some of the most enthusiastic music fans in the country, or in at least world, in the world, at least. Yeah, because yeah. of the r- risks they are willing to take, <laughs> just to say that they have had fun. I mean, is it is. Does you feel that when you're performing, or is it just something that? Yeah, definitely. When I'm performing, it's like I become someone else. Mm. It's like I channel something that mm. I never have on well, something. Really is that? <laughs> I don't know. As Beyonce, as she fears, it's like a lot of even like with my performance. <laughs> so are you saying as Beyonce? I might be. <laughs> <laughs> like even with so performance wise, there's so a lot of stuff that I can do. I don't. I, it doesn't have a name. It's just me on stage. Uh, so your alter ego is me on stage. It's not an alter ego. It's just really. <laughs> <laughs> it's like there's a lot of stuff that I can do on stage that I cannot do at the studio at all. Mm. I cannot do it practice at all, like vocal wise. Oh okay. You you just wing it. In, in, in not necessarily sense. wing it. It's like a feeling that you get on stage that you can't really reproduce anywhere. Else. So that brings us to I hate to be sound like a radio guy, but anyway there. <laughs> the the allegations or let me say the skepticism 
of how rock rock fans I think a bad name has been given to rock as a genre. Yeah, we're double worshippers. Yeah, yeah, what what why is that or what do you think about that allegation? Are you one? Personally, I don't believe in the devil, so so you're not one. No. So right. you, so you, wait, you don't believe in the duality of good and evil or I believe in good and evil, but I don't believe that there's a devil. And God? I believe in God. Okay. Uh, but okay, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but if you believe my, in my the light, my beliefs are extremely unconventional. I, I mean, believe that darkness is a part of the light. So I, I'm not going to say I believe in the light and then there's a the darkness on the other side. Mm-hmm. I believe that it's all part of the same thing. In I mean but the yin the the yin and the yang that's a, that's the thing. So if there's good there's bad. Yeah, but I still believe but it's bad is not all the, the devil. same thing. It's all the same thing. Yeah. How? No, that, that's confusing. <laughs> How is it all the same thing? It's like a magnet. It's, it's got two poles. Mm-hmm. You'll never have a magnet with just one pole. Okay. Yeah? Mm-hmm. So essentially the the completely different by the end of the day they're the same thing. It's still the, the one magnet. I'm not sure I understand. But <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a magnet okay. you have the north yeah, pole and the yeah, south pole, uh-huh. yeah, which are completely different. Yes. But at the end of the day it's still that one magnet. So, okay, anyway. So yeah. they were worshiping in rock. I think Marilyn Manson might be the biggest uh culprit. Yeah. To, for me at least. Do you find him weird? I find I find him really interesting, not weird. I wouldn't say for me I find weird interesting so more uh, or less the same thing. It's so it's synonymous. It's like at, at, so a lot of points it's synonymous. When you me, say yeah. interesting, I just automatically switch it to weird. <laughs> <laughs> Half of the time that will work. Okay. Yeah. But okay. Uh, somebody was telling me he's not that dark. He's not if you watch his interviews he's like this extremely intelligent guy like he'll be interviewed guys are trying to like push him he's like really calm but wh- he just had a bad portrayal in the media because of like um his the Columbine shooting mm-hmm. some guy said that there was a school shooting I'm not sure this is the same I'm not sure it's Columbine but there was a school shooting and then afterwards they're obviously looking for someone to blame then they're like oh this obviously. dude was a Marilyn Manson fan uh the the lyrics inspired this dude to go and do the shooting and yeah. then after that that was that was all everyone need to he- needed to hear and the evolution of rock has seen it even even at its inception was uh, a sort of underground and not so main, but it has gained the mainstream popularity but still the the bad side that it carries with it has moved even to to the to the modern day where even maybe let's say something is pure if that's the word to use as christian rock is still frowned upon because it's still rock yeah it's like this christian metal like the most extreme kind of metal you can think of they have that kind of metal but doing christian stuff mm-hmm. as, but why why okay let me ask you why do people say that the rock stars are devil worshipers or the rock stars put like portray such bad negative images of life I think it just comes down to people not understanding it and people tend to fear what they don't understand. Mm. Well, Cuz there's a lot of people who will like kind of push it as okay yeah I'm a devil worshiper or whatever but I'd say most of those people are just doing it as a publicity stunt. But then uh yeah it just gets a negative portrayal but most people aren't really into that kind of culture. Will you do that? I'm not into gimmicks. Oh, so it's a gimmick. Yeah. But so if you're told by your label we're getting to your label by the you're <laughs> <laughs> told by your label there's yeah. this check you need to bag <laughs> but yeah. your image ne- needs, needs to, to be change. satanic yeah. you need to have yeah but what about the imagery 
Yeah. Like as in is is the, that because that's the, the imagery is something synonymous with rock. Yeah. The 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 star, the star sign. The pentagram. Yeah. The pent. Yeah. And the funny the thing about the pentagram that's that came long before rock. That's from Christianity. The pentagram is a Christian symbol. Mm, the star of David. That's what you're talking no, about. No, the upside down star the pentagram. That's a Christian symbol. You know. In what sense? The hey, goat is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> the goat with horns. No, 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 no. That's different. Um, the pentagram. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is where if you on uh, Joe Rogan's podcast, I'd be like, uh, what, what, what's that do that he does to pull Jamie? Jamie. Pull that kid, okay? <laughs> <laughs> it's like the pentagram. One of uh, finally one of Jesus Christ's disciples was being crucified then they like the dude was like no i'm not worthy to be crucified like jesus christ crucify me upside jo- down jo- instead peter. peter peter yeah crucify me upside down instead and that's where the the upside down pentagram came from ah the pentagram was used in ancient times as a christian symbol for the five senses or of the five wounds of christ the pentagram plays an important symbolic role in the 14th century english okay whatever man so yeah there we you go you see just a misunderstanding so this symbol is the one that is then <clears throat> okay as many things in in the world have turned from very pure origins and gotten corrupted into into that but still that that this symbol in itself has become synonymous with the devil or yeah. the devil's sign and now that has become synonymous with rock music and also the horn sign people say all all this things are known are, are not known are said to be yeah. satanic how how do you as a as a musician not defend but explain that to ordinary folk who you're trying to encourage to listen to more and more of your music i um i think just beyond conversation i would really try to like persuade someone it's if they ask i'll try to explain but if they don't i won't really go out of my way mm-hmm. yeah and the the um, out of all do you do you, when you tell people you are a rock artist do you get that push from people at least who aren't used to such kind of music do you get that push of all oh, this guy is such and such push. uh no it, it's kind of different i'll tell them that i'm a musician and sometimes i'll be like and what else mm. but um apart from like the the in in this context not really mm-hmm. yeah not really did your your beginnings as a musician you said blink 182 and then how did you land because you play the guitar yeah and what not how did you how did you get into playing of an instrument and finally deciding that rock is my uh, punk rock especially is where I'll, i'd like to be i don't think it was ever a conscious decision mm. i think it just happened yeah how did you did you land guitar by yourself or you taught or I taught myself I t- I learned guitar so that because I wanted to play along to Blink-182 mm. yeah. ah so it, all this is because of Blink-182 yes now uh you released your debut album as a band Power Slide last year this year this year yeah. at the beginning of this year yeah uh fuck I forgot it <laughs> <laughs> but it was From what I remember since 2017 you were working on the album. Yeah, we started recording in 2017. Uh-huh. And then why why did it take so long? <sighs> these things take so much time, man. Some these things just take so much time because you keep refining it and refining it and refining it. Mm-hmm. And you can always you always have ideas of making it better, but then like um there's this 
cool. It's art is never completed. It's yeah. just abandoned. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it just reaches a point where like, okay, we're satisfied with this. Let's do that. Is you are you you are signed? Yeah. Is it was it a a case of you and the label or the musician and the label not agreeing on the vision of the album? No, it's not that. It's just that. I think maybe it, uh, that had to do mo- mostly with resources, mm-hmm. yeah, because the the amount of time it takes to m- to mix a rock song, some songs took months and months to mix. Just a single song. A single song. Do you, how 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 do you record for 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 the band? Because you have you the lead guitarist and the vocalist, and then there's the bass and the drums. Are is that all or are there other elements? That already done. On on that album, it was basically that, but we're, we're recording a new album now, and there's like much more of that. Uh, there's much more other than that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How so? Do you, you while recording, say drums? Do you multi-track them, or do you just do one take and into a single mic, and that's all? <laughs> <laughs> that okay. Even just to put it in context of of drums, say yeah. you have this. Uh, these are the drums you want in the song. Mm-hmm. First, take the drums. You have to split them all up. You have crash right, crash left. Yeah. The China, whichever other symbols. You have a snare. You have tom one, tom two. How many other toms you want? You have a kick or whichever, whichever other uh, drum heads you want. So you have to mix each of those ones independently. Sometimes, yeah. if you're using reverbs, you'll put them in different rooms. Then you'll put them in the same room. So it just comes down to like fine-tuning every single thing one by one. And then that's what takes up so much time. Be- But with drums... <coughs> Usually, um, well, in like ideally, or like the the big guys will will just do it in the studio. You have a, like a bunch of uh, several mics. Yeah. Uh, some for the overhead crashes and some for the drum heads. Sometimes guys use electronic mics, but mostly I'd say people just program their drums because drums is so hard to work with. Now, so d- did you program the drums or you recorded? We played electronic drums, mm-hmm. but now in the new album, the drums are programmed. Uh, is it easier that way? It's much, much easier. But what about the the feel? Because that's one of the main criticisms of programmed drums. It is, but now you have to you have to up your programming game. Mm. Yeah. Into the swing and the quantization, yeah. just so that it can feel like yeah, exactly. somebody is playing it. Do you do you record? everyone in, in at once or do you record the track and then you lay the vocals on top uh some people do it differently but for us personally we do it one by one you do the drums then i mean okay you do the guitars and then the drums and then the bass and then that's what we did for some songs in the last album and that doesn't work well because mm-hmm. you have a guitar if you if you go guitar drums if you go guitar bass drums which you did for a lot of songs you won't really sound as good as if you go drums bass then guitar because mm. you have the drums as the foundation and then the the bass is grooving with the drums yeah. and then you have the guitar on top of that oh, I, i mean uh will it, uh, what about uh you guys recording at a go <coughs> the drums and the we we've done that the first ever recording we did we it was for this skate video and we did it like that it was just like yeah it was just like uh two takes because even like in the beginning of punk rock it was super underground it still is really underground yeah but uh guys just didn't really have money it was almost all diy even us we still record really diy mm-hmm. we the new album recording it in my room so it's like guys were just um 
get into a room practice you have a couple uh, you have a couple of good takes and when you're feeling good about it you record and that's what goes on the album that so and little post but it it needs to be mixed a lot in terms of the post production and and everything today yes but back then there was very little mixing how 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 because i think you worked on other music other than punk rock yeah how difficult how technical is the the music that you've worked on outside of the band and the music that you work on with the band now um I've, it's 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 when i'm working on stuff that's outside the band it's been much easier mm-hmm. yeah because it's like there's much there's fewer levels to it are you okay, so <laughs> are you still signed yeah what's the name of your label or you know to label been called sonic pollution well, um is it was it because i personally think from the conversations we had i don't know whether i'm talking about a lot too much but it was it seems like there was a bit of tag 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 of war between you and the label at least in regards yeah. to the release of the last album there there's always the, as long as you sign you'll always have a tag of war with your label in does the how how critical is a label first of all in this day and age yeah actually the labels are becoming more and more redundant mm-hmm. but i'd say it, uh it's still pretty important if you need the funding the fund so the funding and all it's at the other at the bottommost level it's just the funding but they give you much much more than that it does the label help with placement at l- for you guys yeah definitely w- getting your songs on rotation in other other countries and and what not how how involved is the label in this new album the well very involved um, the the label set up a studio for me in my room now so in ta- oh they brought in so you have a board and or uh, what equipment are you using to record the album everything that's everything as you need for this album i have it in my room mm. yeah guitars uh monitors weed <laughs> <laughs> Yes, we'd plenty of it. Um yeah, uh guitars, monitors, drums, bass, microphones. Aha, does okay. Now this is a, a whole different discussion of drugs and creativity. <laughs> <laughs> that that uh, I I feel like most of the music that we listen to yeah. wouldn't have ever been made if you weren't for drugs. If it weren't most for drugs. definitely, most definitely. That, does that apply to to you as personally it's okay that's that's a bit of a tough one because i'm high like half the time but music making definitely um if i'm high i'll i'll do a much better job mm. or at least i'll have more ideas i'll have like more psych for the studio if if i'm doing programming stuff i'm up all night now it'll give me like a bit of a boost yeah yeah so it, it definitely plays a big part does does the whole this feels like uh, the more i listen to myself talk it feels like i'm i'm attacking the, <laughs> the, the whole of the rock scene attackers you can take it no i i mean like is that is no shed some light let's hear it like no, like hear your point of view yeah but i f- yeah. no but i'm saying is it like cuz is drugs or alcohol let me talk about something else okay wait wait uh, let me stop you for a second it's okay, like uh-huh. drugs is a huge part of rock and roll and a huge part of music in general but yeah Now there's this subculture of okay this punk rock then after punk rock they came hardcore mm. hardcore punk and we do a lot of hardcore punk 
And now in hardcore punk, there's a subculture called straight edge. Mm-hmm. So straight edge, they don't do any drugs. They don't do, they don't do alcohol. None of that. Yeah. But what's even at the shows, the guys don't drink. None of that. Plus they're straight. <laughs> no, it's not about being straight or anything. They're completely they against bigots as well. They are so they're against bigotry. So mm. you could be straight, you could be gay. They don't really mind. Oh, okay. But so does. Has that does that fuel the whole culture, like in terms of just drugs and in in at least the concert culture? Concert culture definitely because because a even concert, normal concert, a concert when you're sober and a concert when you're not sober are two completely different things. Yeah, when you're sober, it's more enjoyable. I <laughs> no. <laughs> no, 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 at least not a uh, a rock concert. You have to be on something. I learned that. Way. <laughs> <laughs> I learned that. Quite the hard way, and it was, but it was it was an interesting event that that I attended. I even like look forward to attending another one, but I'd rather be somewhere secluded, yeah. Yeah, like somewhere <laughs> far away from just looking at the stage and enjoying the show. Because being in the midst of the hardcore people is was actually kind of is actually kind of difficult for yeah. me because I'm that is that was too much energy. You know, the craziest thing is that it's much much more violent on the outside looking in than it is on the inside looking out. Ah, I wouldn't say that. Because on, the, on the outside, yeah, on the outside it looks like guys are fighting, but in the inside, guys are just dancing. That's just a dance. I know I saw somebody get flipped. Yeah, over. definitely. But how many people flip during dances? B-boys flip all the time. No, as in, no, 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 no. As in, he was like, yeah. somebody <laughs> held him and like a wrestling move. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Talking. Like uh, one of the last times we played, like it was the heaviest mosh pit. We've yeah. ever had with guys playing. It's like I be playing. I look up. I see bodies are flipping over. I'm like, yeah, should I stop for music? Do <laughs> guys okay? Should I play even harder? It's yeah. Like but that does does you? Of course, you're a fan, so you've attended. Have you ever got injured in a mosh pit? No. No, no, no. What's the? But what? my friends get injured all the time. Uh, personally, okay, injured. I'll get really sore if you do it. Like, if you go to a rock show and do some really good moshing, it'll take you like. Even four or five days to heal, like your neck and shoulders and all that. Just from he he. Just from head banging and stuff. Yeah, it's, it's a huge That's workout. I was wondering, why do you get this? <laughs> like my you head <laughs> aches when I do just two of these. How do you do that the whole show? <laughs> you get used to it. And is 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 let me say the screaming. That's what I would yeah. call it. Is it part of the of the of the punk rock or is just is it a component of punk rock or is it just a component of the whole of now rock? screaming is more metal than rock mm-hmm. screaming there would be in hardcore they're screaming but it's not necessarily screaming it's more like shouting yeah but screaming is more mo- uh, metal based Wh- uh, who's who's the lead singer from seeds of datura martin kanja and they also have danny kobimbo but the, you're talking about martin kanja the screamer those guys played uh main stage on yege yege man really yeah Wow. Okay, that would have been now. Because there's a there's a um, there's an article I saw about Nyegenyege and how how it's getting bad press in Uganda because they are saying it promotes drugs, sex, and like L- the LGBTQ community. Just like but that's a whole festival. Just like any other festival. That is what they're promoting. Or any yeah. other club. I'm 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 talking about now particularly in Uganda and how yeah. they are shedding a bad light on it. But I feel like Nyegenyege is one of those festivals that has had a slow come up and it's. Slowly, it's quickly becoming what um, a go-to for many people. Yeah, it's like the biggest East African festival there is, music festival at least. How many? How how often do you perform yourself? Personally, um, 
at the moment we've, we're trying to stay away from uh, performing because we're focusing on the studio. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but pre- pre- before, when you're not recording, when the album is out and you're just doing your runs, how 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 of how easy is it to come by a rock show or to organize a rock show for yourself? It's pretty hard, but it, it kind of depends on the period. Sometimes you'll go you'll go a month or two without playing. There was this one time we played four shows in five weeks. It just depends on the period. Four shows in five weeks. Yeah. But that's a that's a lot. Yeah, that is a lot. By even just for if you tell like Kenyan artists that you played four four times in five weeks, that's that's craziness. But then is does are there increasingly more and more people at, at the events or it depends on is it an event to event situation? Generally it's just like there's one group and then there's like new faces once in a while the yeah. new faces will come and then go and the new faces will come and then go but generally it's just been the same few people is in terms of the um, the 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 fan the fans that you attract what how would you say is the demographic of the fans in rock in and in in this country at least demographic yeah um i just say like people in maybe the mid 20s mm there's i wouldn't say just necessarily guys there's so many girls that in fact i'd say the the heaviest headbanger in all of kenya is a girl her name is Yvonne. she's a good friend of mine she will it's like she's got elastic muscles in neck that other people don't have Wait. <laughs> but rock girls are fun at least i i know cuz there's okay man there's a friend of mine who was, who who was a rock fan in i think in primary school and she's still a pretty cool person even mm-hmm. just to talk to that's wh- why i i got a sense of how maybe rock wasn't all that that all that crazy genre that i thought for a long time was cuz i never honestly just like many people in the world is they just say oh linkin park and <laughs> yeah like i think that's that's how much you know until i started listening to led zeppelin uh, who i still as a as a rock band are still amazing cuz yeah exactly I think of this you can listen to Led Zeppelin who were making one music 30 years ago if you would you listen to like Migos song from who knows how many few years ago Sam yes I But would you listen to okay Sam yes definitely but would you listen to it like how you listen to Led Zeppelin now Probably with are you talking about with the same intensity or with the with in terms of how relatable the music is How relatable the music is it's I timelessness like <laughs> I still I feel like I, I'd be listening to Baden Bougie in the car. Okay, when was the last time you were at the club and you heard them play Baden Bougie? The last time I was in the club. Really? <laughs> <laughs> Which was a long time ago. You can name me in the club, <laughs> Baden Bougie and love. I, I yeah, I get what you're saying, yeah. but it's not like there's um a buzzing a buzzing scene for cuz hip hop moves it moves very fast that's that's kind of why i feel like the songs get to about uh, six months if you're lucky yeah. you get about 8 to 10 months of you being hot and then now we want the next thing but i feel like that's the culture that we are in yeah because i i would ask you whether that's the whether you feel a constant need to produce for me personally yeah because even now we release an album this year mm-hmm. i'm i'm kind of over it now Re- and yeah. and have have your fans digested it and just 
feel like they will need another one or are people still sitting with that guys is guys is still really stoked on this mm-hmm. yeah guys how is really how is the reception on your debut album guys the, the reception is pretty good mm-hmm. yeah and in terms of your uh, it's still on is it on it's on bandcamp bandcamp is it anywhere else uh not at the moment has that yeah. hindered yeah your outreach to fans yeah definitely Why? I mean it's on, it's on YouTube as well now yeah it's on YouTube as well and why is it why is it not on Spotify and the rest We were coming to that and then I know we were coming to that but then I decided to leave that for the label for me I just want to work on working on music But you so should the be on the forefront pushing for that agenda So the label is lacking Yeah that, uh, ah. that respect yeah the label is like they are they have so remind me the name of your label Ben Khalid Sonic Pollution BKSP yeah. Is it can based in Kenya? Besides you it's guys. American. It's American. Wait. And uh. your situation with flip this out. Your situation <laughs> <laughs> Your situation with Harvey. What about it? Uh, how 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 is that right now? Uh it's pretty he moved to Germany but he's in town right now. But uh-huh. yeah, the situation's still pretty good. In he was was that was that was that how you released your last album was it under his label yeah and uh, yes he doesn't own bs bksp yeah. he, he doesn't does. own he's the owner uh-huh. oh i thought okay but you I, i feel like okay you told me that you were to be signed by another label sometime back did i uh, i remember another label offered us yeah um yeah this german du- yeah there's this german dudes um but now we're working My label is working together with them. They were supposed to we were supposed to be touring Germany last summer. Mm-hmm. Uh through these guys but paperwork didn't really come through. Okay. Yeah. Uh have you toured paperwork like paperwork or paper? Like <laughs> the money. <laughs> the government factors us that people. Oh. Uh, what in what sense? Visas and all that shit. Yeah. Ugh, that that's usually a bummer. And then that have you have you performed anywhere outside of the country? So far not not yet. Um we were supposed to go to like I said Europe in the summer and then we were supposed to uh be going to uh Reunion Island which is like this French colony around Madagascar. Yeah. But um that that didn't really come through either. There's this uh compilation CD that they're having featuring artists around the Indian Ocean and we were featured on that and they were supposed to fly us down uh, to perform for the premiere. Mm-hmm. But yeah that didn't really work out so probably just next year. And outside of outside of punk and rock what 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 do you listen to? Generally? I listen to everything. Uh-huh. I listen to absolutely everything. In terms of your perspective on the Kenyan music industry how 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 is it compared to say five or six seven years ago? Well I I'm, I'm at least glad guys are listening to Kenyan music now. Mm-hmm. It's been a long time since guys have, have actively been doing that. Has that trickled down to the uh, sa- genres that are not so mainstream like yours like yours? The effect of Yeah, I mean the effect yeah, definitely because even um on this album we want to have uh one like the artist I was telling you about Buster J, we want to have him feature on the album doing like his solo vocals. Yeah. So yeah, it's definitely having and trickling down. And also Ethic and Sailors. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk about that another time. <laughs> how how is it when you artists are called sellouts when you want to chase yeah. a commercial song? 
does does that ever occur to you chasing a single that will be a hit um selling out selling not out not selling but yeah. i'm just talking about moving Making outside a, of your comfort zone yeah. to make a song that will be commercially viable i move out of my comfort zone but for completely different reasons mm-hmm. like next like the first album you could say that was a punk album but the next album i don't even know what it is it's like completely experimental there's rock on there there's metal there's a lot of indie there's some rap it's it's extremely experimental well, what is what what is the genre that encapsulates all these other punk rock metal and it's just rock it's just rock yeah. and there is there is their music that's rock per se and and then there is now the subgenres I think maybe if you if you want to do that you would have to be like maybe rock and roll. Mm. Yeah. Also rock and roll will be That's real rock. Like now the encapsulation of rock and then everything else yeah. that comes under everything it. Everything else is like a subgenre or at least a genre. And in term in this country is there a unification of the genre of rock in terms of musicians and collaborations and such and such and the likes? Not so much. Mm. There is but it's it, it isn't a lot. Do you, like do you find is it is how spread out is rock music in terms of musicians is it only in the city in nairobi or will you will you find other rock bands everywhere else around the bands, country so far i mean there's probably some bands like that i've never heard of in some random town somewhere but bands that are actually part of the kenyan rock scene yeah. they're all from nairobi now without um the media represent re- media representation because uh xfm was like one of the only stations that yeah. played rock constantly there is no other mainstream station does that hinder the uh spreading of rock in well xfm died but then now there is um this rocks tv station tv uh-huh. not tv station tv tv show yeah yeah so on uh, y254 it's called rockdown and the people who actually the people li- i didn't know that show <laughs> <laughs> yeah I'm, i'm even me like i'd ask myself like are, are guys actually watching this at home and yeah. like if guys weren't watching it it wouldn't be on air mm. yeah so they they definitely know how to i mean they they know their demographic does does the the internet has does it aid in s- distributing the dist- <laughs> distribution of music in terms of it doesn't really matter because as you said your even your airplay is not in the country yeah. does does that really matter anymore like that there is no radio station that plays rock in Kenya to me and to parasite not really man because mm-hmm. xfm was really huge back in the day a lot of the music i listened to i i got it from xfm but they started becoming more and more of a pop station and not really a rock station Oh, yeah, I remember when when yeah. when the tides started turning. This I playing some song like wait. That's when I knew about Linkin Park and um there's this song. I, I don't I don't remember Heavy. its name. No. There's a, there's a, there's a I think it's not it's not so famous. It's a not so famous rock band but they had a really nice song. Uh Lifestyle of the Rich and the Famous. That's Shalom. a big ass band. Right? Yeah, but that's that's from like 10 years ago, dude. Yeah I mean I mean I have limited knowledge yeah. in rock I mean the only rock I uh, that have been exposed to is the mainstream one. Yeah. I, even Pink is not even <laughs> Pink is not even part of 
rock as people would like uh-huh. to put it. Pink. So that's what yeah, she's more she's more in the pop scene now than the rock scene, isn't it? Yeah, and the album she did with um I mean there's a song she did with Net Rouse. Do I hear Pink started out as like an R and B star? Gospel. I hear gospel. That's Katy Perry. No, I You I can have to it's not Mitchell exclusive, excuse me. I okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> You know they say like something is mutually exclusive. They no, no, no. That, I, I've never I know Katy Perry did that. Yeah, but I also had like Pink also started out. Yeah, Sarah. Then the, she was so like she would she would have better chances doing something that's not R and B, and that's when she got into rock. Damn, that's her good. image is so like shaved sides. Will so you ever rockish. has has that ever occurred to you? Living this the music that you're doing, branching out into other forms of music. I mean I'm doing that Full already time. but I'm talking about a complete like a, a rebrand of that. I don't think I'd do that. Why not? It wouldn't be genuine. Or at least at this point in time. So it, selling out. Selling out that will be selling. Selling out um you'd only be selling out if okay uh, a band that I call a sellout Fallout Boy. Fallout Boy in like the mid 2000s. Mm-hmm. They were one of the biggest pop ba- pop punk bands of all time. I see the guys who sang Wish We Could Turn Back Time. No, no. I'm oh, that's Pilots. That's 21 Pilots. Oh, yeah. Sorry, they sorry, were still sorry, in school sorry. like this period. Yeah, sorry. but Fallout Boy <laughs> was like really really huge and then now it's like all the it's like they're not even a rock band anymore. Just make pop music. Mm. Now that's selling out when when you kind of there's no problem with selling out yeah if that's what you want to do that's what you want to do but yeah. i'm trying to explain like selling out in this context it's mm-hmm. like people uh green day back in the day like when all punk was very very underground they signed to warner brothers and that would, uh, at that point no punk band had ever signed to a big record label yeah it was like so crazy that uh some venues even told them that you know you can't play anymore just because they uh, got signed to a big label it's not like they changed the sound or anything They just got signed to a big label. For me selling out is like when you change your sound, you change your look just so that you can enter like a new pop universe or something like say Fallout Boy. Mm. Yeah. But that's why that's why I asked for you collaborating with artists outside of your genre in in order to gain that commercial song. <sighs> Some Cardi B shit. <laughs> what what wait what? <laughs> what about that? Um I w- I wouldn't mind doing that to be honest. I mean if you can give you extra exposure because mm. even on the album one of the collaborations is with a rapper slash singer Buster J another one is with a female rapper The Menace and I'm not necessarily saying that um we're doing that to get is like, that exclusive is it known or we've had it here fast <laughs> at what is this ah, it's 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 not known yeah it's ah, it's yeah, pretty it's exclusive yeah. uh-huh. you had it here <laughs> <laughs> yeah and So when when are you planning to release the album? Now that's still very up in there sometime next This year. Sometime next year. Mid. I hope we don't have to wait like the, the last time last since 2017 being pushed since, back like some since 2017 okay, this nigga selling me yo, yo, yo the album is coming yo the album the album in 2019 it's being pushed back. <laughs> Do you remember you had an October so, date? Yeah exactly we had You had, had an Halloween. October yeah, day, like I was like, yo, the Willis album is coming. And then, <laughs> no, yeah. That album had how many singles? Four. Again. Yeah, he was knocking me on the singles. Like, how many singles are you gonna have? Yeah, I'm wondering, <laughs> like, okay, I've never had an album with so much singles. I yeah. was trying with many singles. Released yeah. before the album. Okay. Singles come out before the album. 
No, not necessarily. Really? Yeah. Not necessarily. Okay, for, a single for work, singles always come out before. A album. single should. A single. It should come because that's why it's yeah, called it's a single. Yeah, it's promotion for the album. Yeah. It's a single. It comes out like as one. But the game has changed. So yeah. w- right now, when you, I feel like the single is a song that's out to the masses. Yeah, that's exactly. It's like with some bands, um, you'd make the single. The single is what has music videos. Yeah. So the the songs that are the singles would be like poppy and like have mainstream appeal. Mm-hmm. But then you go to the album, and then it has like a really the different sound. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, well, even you don't even have a date for a single or anything. We no, we have uh, our first single should be out either this month or next month. Mm. Uh, we want to do that with a music video. But now it's it's not a close to punk rock. It's gonna be an indie song. How do you shoot your videos? Because you have very interesting videos. Yeah. Like the monsters, the man was shot in at the coast, and there's the one, um, the one you're skating. Yeah. And how how what's the creative process behind the videos that you shoot? Um, I don't think there really is a creative process. It's all been DIY. Mm. Yeah. It's just this is the first time we're gonna actually have like a proper production video. Yeah. Oh. This is the first time that you're doing a video. So does the album? How many songs or fifteen? Fifteen. Wow, that's a lot. Damn. That's <laughs> <laughs> you guys are trying to that's because <laughs> the, the, please tell me it will be on streaming. Yeah, that's all. No, right. Definitely, this one will be on everything. This will you everything. put this one still? Come on. Yeah, eventually. Cause put it on boom play everywhere. Yeah, cause the, I, I mean I've listened to it, but it's cause. I can't keep opening a website to listen yeah. to a song. I need, I need it <laughs> on an app that I can download it on. That's yeah. all. I Even that's when you share it to someone, maybe they want to listen, but they you see, see Bandcamp. But Bandcamp <laughs> is, a, I feel like Bandcamp is one of still one of those sites that lets you sell, actually sell your music. Yeah, it does. Uh, how, have you gotten paid from there? Yeah. Good money or... I can't disclose that. No, no, no. You know, not not amounts. Is it something where you received it and I was like, hmm, okay, this is nice. No. Oh, okay. So, <laughs> been, <laughs> is it worse than the MCSK what they were paying people? <laughs> is it is it what? Personally, I I haven't gotten any returns from from an album because. An artist will go a long, long time before getting any returns from the album. Ah, so the, no, al- the, the label is yeah, the one that's Yeah, the label all has to get paid first. Oh, you're still recouping? Yeah. Damn. Uh. Damn. What's wait, wait, if the label wants to recoup, recoup put them on put, st- yes, streaming services. services. <laughs> hey, that, that way you'll get exposure and maybe get shows. You'll recoup really fast. Or even if um, the head of BSKs, B? BKSP. BKSP. Hopefully he has this. I... Uh, as in, do this. Try get exposure. Are you the only guys signed to BKSP? Uh, there's a couple other artists. How many? I'm not sure. Are you headliners? Are yeah. you the flagship? Flagship. <laughs> Are the flagship artist. Well, I'd say we're, we're the most popular. Yeah, so you're the flagship. So you're the f- that's so that's <laughs> flagship then. Yeah, so now you the, know. all the budget goes to you. Exactly. That's <laughs> the, the thing is, do this. The biggest I know chunk of the if thing. he listens. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's a she, I don't know. Promote using videos. You yeah. get streaming service, mm-hmm. exclusive deals with Boomplay. Come on, You're man. You're giving away too much game. <laughs> <laughs> nah, it's it, Willie is my friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah So yeah, we have yeah. to. Yeah, yeah, mm. definitely. Yeah, definitely. If the pressure doesn't come from the artist, let it come from, from the, the fans. Yeah, yeah that's, that's definitely. And I had that. Did you know I had a production credit on, that, on the album? 
Yeah, the last song so, number 10. If it sells one if it sells uh, if it goes platinum I'm and, and those, ret- <laughs> those returns I haven't seen a penny. <laughs> I have quarrel. <laughs> if go, if it goes platinum, yo, what is this is has bad yeah, that shit. Man. Yeah, but yeah. Anyway, but that was actually that was like one of the most fun song. Like because it was so random. Yeah, it was super random. Uh, what had I gone? What had I come to pick? No, I just ca- gone. No, I came. I asked you to do some programming. Yeah, but I remember you asking me. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember you asking me what song the key was in. I yeah. was like, yeah, I told you, and it's like, ah, yeah, you're correct. And yeah, I still have no idea how to do that. Even this far along the line, I have barely, like, with my ears alone, I'll barely ever be able to tell what keys. And if it's an A, I'll know. Otherwise, no. It, that A is the only key that you know? No, as in the only the only one that I can recognize, at least. Is A. Yeah. I don't know. If I have a good sense of G, E, and D also. Because even now when... I'm writing songs it's like B I'll write the song and then I'll I'll refer to a book to be like oh this is a key that I was playing in Yeah and yeah also A I don't know I I've seen it's uh not perfect pitch but it's some somewhere It's before perfect pitch that's what I have I can tell the key I, I don't know it's just yeah. this something it's interesting a gift. Yeah. I hope I can I hope I can work on on the next album Ah for sure uh, I'll, Yeah definitely Yeah Anyway, the hey. podcast should be featured on. on yeah, album. true. But a anyway, snippet, let, a yeah, snippet. a skit. We yeah. can do a skit or do a skit an introduction. Actually, um, I have a bunch of uh, instrumental demos on my phone. If you guys want to listen, later. Uh, I still yeah. have. I still have your vocals. Which on ones? Where you are talking about dying. That was crazy <laughs> nights. <laughs> That was crazy. Your voice is also there. That was. I'll play it for you guys. Long time ago. Yeah, you remember. <laughs> <laughs> that was madness. Yeah. But yeah. I, that was even before you guys started the podcast, yeah? Well, that, yeah, was, that right, was as when you started. Yeah? No, that was before we that started. That was before, that yeah. That was in 2017. Uh, 2017 was a wild year. <laughs> hey, <laughs> yeah, true, true, true. Uh, anyway. Anything to add on? Oh, this is where you plug yourself in. Uh, um, okay. <laughs> um, you can check out our music on YouTube. It's PowerSlide. On Instagram, we're PowerSlide. On Facebook, we're PowerSlide. On Twitter, we're Power Slide Band. Um, personally, my Instagram is Willie Ojiro. If you want to talk, come hit me up. Sure. Hit him. <laughs> hit him up. Hit him up. Uh, what song do we play to to end the the podcast? Go to Bandcamp for this one. Play the one with your uh, production credits, Kings and Queens. Ah yeah, yeah let me do that. Uh, so this is Kings and Queens by Power Slide, produced <laughs> also produced by me. <laughs> 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 we'll see you guys next week. Um, yep. This has been noted this podcast. <laughs> <laughs>